Hello and welcome to the Dublin Arsenal podcast. I'm your host as always, Jonathan Giles. Welcome along to the show. On this week's show, we'll be reviewing um, our season to date, August to December. Um, well, there's a little uh, reset for the first team in Dubai. So we'll be going through that and having a quick uh, look ahead to the upcoming game against Crystal Palace this Saturday at half 12. So sit back and enjoy the show. On the show this week, I'm joined by my regular guests, um, Eamon, Ozzy and Craig. Welcome to the show, lads. Um, I'd just like to say a big shout out to the 1,000 plus listeners that we got for last week. Um, really good. Um, eight likes as well, so a big jump up on the previous weeks. Um, so hopefully that's an upward, upward trajectory for us. Um, are you having a good week, lads, before we start? Yeah, can't grumble, mate. It's been good. Uh, yeah, mate. We're having evening, Jonathan. Have chicken stew on there. Uh, I feel like chicken tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and how is Craig feeling? Yeah, all good, Johnny. Got out for the run yesterday, so uh, there you go. Look, I'll I'll tell you, even on the wide screen, Craig, you're looking trim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> new year, new me. I have to say, I love the hairstyle. It looks like uh, Westlife there. <laughs> you, Johnny. Cheers, you thanks. Mitch. Thanks, Craig. Yeah. Yeah, I have a bone to pick with you out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I have to say, Eamon's the best-looking one. Um, he played three <clears> games <throat> last week, he was saying to us, so. <laughs> the bones are still shaking there. <laughs> um, yeah, no, just like, just like to say, I'm delighted with the 1,000 views last week, you know, um, and hopefully the, the, sh- the show and till the end of the season, hopefully we get more likes, subscribes and more comments, if you don't mind, people as well, because we're open to new things um, being brought in on the show. Um, all <laughs> What's all comments, Johnny? If you want, new yeah, comments. we're all, we're open to doing a partnership with Hans Summers or something. <laughs> To all, the, to all the listeners, I'll leave Johnny's uh, phone number in the comments. You've got to push the you've got to push the envelope, out, you know. Yeah, <laughs> I know I'm the best looking one on the show. With comments like that, Craig, or more than that. It's more about your talent, Johnny. It's more Cheers, about your talent, mate. Than, 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 than he looks. It does like this is the last appearance for all these three on the show tonight. So <laughs> once again, the P45s are written. Um, now we kick on with the show. Um, we'll be doing our midterm review of the first um, 20 games we've had this season in the Premier League. Um, before we kick on into August with Eamon, we will take uh, August uh, to review in August. Um, the summer started off with the trans signings of uh, Kai Havertz from Chelsea. For 65 million, Jorian Timber for my ex, um, who sadly had a bad knee injury in the first game of the season against Forest. He came in for 38.5 million. Declan Rice, then as well, 105 million, and we all know what he's done in the first half of the season, uh, quite a signing. And then David Rea came in in August on loan from Brantford. Um, the first game of the season was against Nottingham Forest at home, and Eamon. How did that go? Well, 
Before I start, um, the president of Ireland just wants to say one or two words. Good evening, Irish gooners, <laughs> particularly Big Al, who said Arqueta was only interested in the women. Big Al, you I might be knee height of a grasshopper, but I will box your lugs off. Now, <laughs> how do we do? The first game, actually, that I referenced in my um, look back at August was the Community Shield because of who it was against, right? And, uh, you know, that, that was a game where you kind of looked at the Arsenal and you kind of went, Do you know what? It's only the Community Shield, but we look to have a bit more about us this year. We look to have a bit more, a bit less emotion and a bit more control. And the thing that stood out for me that day was Urian Timber, right? Yeah. And when I look at the whole month of August, the most important thing in hindsight was that he got injured because he looked like the type of signing that we got that was going to bring us up another level. He's that good, you know? And it's so unfortunate that he got injured. Um, thankfully, he's back kicking a ball again. But he was the type of signing that the Arsenal from last year, along with Declan Rice, okay, so the jury's out on Kai Havertz, I think he'd be okay. But Timber and Rice were two big, big, serious signs. He looks like a terrific player. Yeah. And him getting injured against Nottingham Forest when he was having a wonderful game. Yeah. Was a real, it's a real, real miss. Look, looking back at the way we've had to jockey around with Zinchenko and Kivior and all of that. Uh, when ben, ben has been playing with a knock all season, you know, Timber would have been, you know, really, really big addition. And the sooner he comes back, the better. The game against Forest itself, um, we saw something different. And what we saw was the way teams were going to just park the bus against us. Last year, last season, they hadn't done that. They kind of yeah, you know, they come and have a bit of a go, but Forrest camped everybody in their in their own box, and it took us uh, a while to work them out. And that particular day, we actually started knocking crosses in here and there. Uh, Eddie got off to a flyer, uh, good striker's goal. Saka hit a a, a a butte. We were so much in control, we had the ball so easily that when it's that easy. And the opposition decide to have a go. It's very hard to get your um to, to get your mojo up, and they gave us a bit of a scare. But that was okay. That 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 went off just fine. Um, the one thing I'll say about the the Man City game in the Community Shield and the Forest game, on both occasions, Aaron Ramsdale, uh, almost cropped up a goal uh, by not being able to control the ball on his own goal line. And that's not a criticism, but it does inform me that aligned to the Southampton game at the end of last season when he kicked it straight out to their centre forward, um, that may have been an alarm bell that just went, okay, I'm ringing now. Um, David Raya was signed on the 15th of August. The first game was the 12th of August. And I'm just looking at it thinking, was it a case of we're having our doubts here and, you know, 
Do, I don't know whether you remember about about the, there were both back passes that he tried to dribble across the line, you know. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm, that's, again, that's not a criticism on the lad. I'm, and I'm just thinking in hindsight, we don't know what goes on there, but was it the kind of trigger that kind of went? Hang on a second, and um, we need somebody better with the ball or his feet. So we moved on then, and uh, we beat Palace. Um, sticky old game, but again, we're playing away from home, and the home team parks the bus. So you know, straight away that was an indication of nobody's gonna nobody's gonna come out and, and play the Arsenal and just let's just kind of play footy. You know, um, Palace parked the bus. We were the better team. We got our penalty. Um, Odegaard sticks it away. And then Tommy Asu gets one of the most ridiculous double yellow card decisions ever. Almost as bad as Martinelli's when he got two in one movement, right? And when you look at the carry-on of Bruno Guimaraes and all these guys, and I've been looking at football over the weekend with a clear conscience because we weren't playing. And I'm looking at some of the whack going in. I'm thinking Tommy Asu shipped two yellow cards that day. By the way, I'd love to have Bruno, Bruno Gomez playing it for us, but you know he's a he's a tidy player. We got around whacking fellas, and our fella, um, I think one was for the leg throw in, and the other was for a push that oh, didn't yeah. happen. A push that didn't happen. Yeah. Uh, so we we saw that game out, and then um, the Fulham game I didn't see live because I was at Johnny Google's uh, lad's wedding, Jamie, and uh, it was like the nineteen fifties. We were kind of a uh, in the in, in the wedding reception area with my mobile phone out on the window ledge, when I, <laughs> you know. But that was a game we coughed up. Uh, B sends a stupid ball backwards in the fourth minute. We got one down, and um, we grind them out. Vieira comes on, and Vieira played a, a tasty game that day when he yes, came yes. on. He wins a penalty. Uh, we put that away. Eddie gets another great goal. Eddie had a quick start to the season, and we're all good. And then uh, Zinchenko decides to give the ball away in the last minute in a stupid position, and we fall asleep <laughs> from a corner. And that was the beginning of our malaise from corner. So that kind of sought out um, August. But the most important thing about August for me was Yuri and Timber got injured, in hindsight, because I, I, I look at what he would have brought to us, um, and the sooner we get him back, the better. Yeah. Um... Seven points in the month of August was a solid enough start uh, in the Premier League campaign. So thanks, Eamon, for your review of August. Um, we go on to September, and this is where Craig comes in for the review of the month. The month where, which saw us play Man United, Everton, Spurs and Bournemouth. David Raya made his debut uh, from Everton onwards, and Declan Rice scored a screamer against United. How did the month of September go, Craig? Yeah, I think overall it's a pretty good month. Um, as you referenced there, the Man United game, I was actually at that game. Um, it was a brilliant game to be at. Again, probably a little bit close than I thought it would be, because up until the 90th, 90th minute, it was one all. Um, United actually didn't do too bad that day. Um, I thought we played well, missed a couple of chances, um, and Declan Rice then scored the winner in the 96th minute. Yeah. Um, and then United tried to get an equaliser and Gabriel Jesus um, basically, you know, 
I think D- Dallow was still sliding, I think, from that <laughs> ball tackle. <laughs> and uh, Jesus tucked it in, which was a great free win win. So, you know, that, that started off September in a great fashion. Uh, good start of the season. As uh, Amy mentioned in August, it continued then. Then we had a, our tricky fixture going to Goodison Park next, which we always find difficult for some reason. Um, we always struggle against... Sean Dyche side, it's always a low scoring affair. Um we don't we don't tend to do well when we travel north up to Manchester and Liverpool for some particular reason. Um but yeah, that game we dominated the whole game. Everton sat back with eleven men behind the ball for the whole game. Don't think they had one chance. Trace, yeah. Um and again, similarly to probably how we're playing the last few games, we battered our door down for the whole game. And Trossard scored a winner in the last 20 minutes with a great finish. Yeah. Um, you know, and that's that's probably the difference with the last, not to talk about the last few games again, but just that sort of game that we won 1-0 that we were doing at the start of the season, we just aren't doing now with the last the last few games. And, you know, it's 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 fine margins, really, because, you know, you win one or two of them games against West Ham or Fulham and we're right back up there again. People are probably backing us to win the league and, now we look like real outsiders, which is, you know, unfortunate, but still a lot to play for. Um, after the Everton game, then we put it probably, in my opinion, our best performance of the season uh, against PSV. You know, we absolutely battered PSV that day. Yeah. Um, you know, it was a couple of great, I think it was four great goals, really. I think Saka, Trossard, Odegaard, and Jesus scored, yeah. And they were all great goals. Yeah. Again, that could have been a cricket score. Yeah. PSV played right into our hands. Yeah. They opened up, they came to play against us at the Emirates, which we want the teams to do. Because if anyone comes to do that, you know, we're going to beat them. Yeah. Um, as we've mentioned, it tends to be the teams that sit back against us that we struggle against. And whether we have the right players or not to, to you know, for that system, as we all keep mentioning, the striker, you know, a big striker now. And funny enough, I was actually thinking today um, in the car, listening to the Arsenal podcasts, that do you know who would actually be great in this team at the moment? I think Olivier Giroud would be brilliant in this team. Yeah, as you no. mentioned last Monday, yeah. yeah, to bring, no, yeah. Even, just, even just to bring on for the last 20, 20, 30 minutes, Johnny, that of games that are nil-nil or are one-nil down, you know, he would often... Now, Giroud misses his fair share chances at, uh, at Arsenal, but he'd always be good for a goal, you know. Um, and he's the type of striker that... You're sort of missing, like you know, would you get a player like him on loan for a few months? I don't think so, but yeah, you know, I, I think for the last 15 20 minutes of, of games, he, he could come on and get an equalizer or a winner, which are you know, be very important. But, um, yeah, sure, yeah you can't fault nice. the performance against PSV, uh, the 4 0 win. I think then we had um, the North London Derby, which finished 2 2. Again, another game he played very well, we dominated with numerous chances. And two mistakes, let's fours in, you know, uh, the own goal, and then, uh, Sound. yeah, and Jorginho has messed up, uh, yeah. messed up, then, you know, yeah, um, it's just one of them things, you know. I think you play that game ten more times, I don't think Jorginho makes that mistake, you know. It's just, I think he just got caught in the ball, which is unfortunate, and it's a very, very unfortunate to happen against them, lot. Um, yeah, more emphasize, yeah, if that was yeah, it against you know, anyone else, yeah. Another game we probably should have won, you know, because I think we were far the better team that day. Sports were still kind of finding their feet. 
Um, I remember, I remember James Madison had a good game that day. To be fair, to be fair, it's sports. Um, but we definitely should have won that game. It was two points dropped. You know, it's just again these fine margins. When you look back at the end of the season, you kind of think there's four or five games we can probably say should have won that, should have got more out of that. And I think the sports game, you know, being a derby, you know, draw at the end of yeah. the world. But when you're, you know, the home team in a derby, you should be winning them games. Um, I think as well, sorry, Craig, just cutting in, sorry. I think in hindsight, the way sports are playing at the moment, I think it was a very good point against sports. Do you, do you agree or do you think they were there for the taking? I don't agree. I think sports are a work in progress. Um, I think and Pascal hasn't played decent football. Um, I think that the media love him with sports at the moment, you know. And they always did. Sorry? They always did, Craig. Yeah, yeah. And it's just, do you know what it is, Eamon? It's like the likes of Gary Neville, I said yesterday, who is a gobshot, anyways. But <laughs> you know, he, he said he said that Spores could go on now and finish ahead of Liverpool and Arsenal. Yeah, yeah. You know, and it's just, it's, it's them sort, sort of statements that, you know, Gary Neville or Carragher makes. And and, it, and if it happens, it's the kind of like, I told you so, you know. And, but, but Craig, not, 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 not that game yesterday. Yeah. Was bonkers. There was no structure to it. It was all over the place. Yeah, you know, playing with that high line. You know, but it let let's not go. But on on the particular game you're talking about, like when we got the penalty that day and we went two one up, mm. we were totally in control of the game. And you said um, nine times out of ten, I would say ninety nine times out of hundred, George yeah. doesn't do that. It was just one of those things, you know. He's the type of person you trust in that situation, Eamon, You know, yeah. it's just yeah, it's unfortunate, as I said, but. No, I don't. I don't think it was a good point. Uh, Danny, I, th- I think I think sports could finish in the top four. They have a couple of players coming back. You know, they'll have Son back next month from the Asian Cup, and then Madison will come back in as well. But if they if, if they're missing Son like yesterday, they're not a great team. I don't think. No, I, think, I saw that. Yeah, they struggled. Yeah, yeah. and I think you know, like that that that's a very poor Man United side. It really is. You know, if we if we don't go there this year at, at all, Trafford and beat them. Be very disappointed because you know, I watched the whole game yesterday. I just don't know what my United's tactics are. I don't know if they have the players that Ten Hag wants them playing. I think he wants to be playing pressing football, but I just don't see it. Um, they're a team of individuals, a couple of good players, Rashford, Fernandez. But then, you know, you look at the Man United team, I don't think a lot of them are getting the Arsenal side, and you probably don't say an awful lot over the years. You you reckon you reckon United want to be playing pressing football? Well, he's fairly close to that. He's only yeah. two letters away because they're playing depressing football. <laughs> well, yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's the poorest United side I've ever seen. Yeah, yeah, it, it, they are very poor, and you know that club's a mess at the moment. But no, I think the original question. I think no, it was two points dropped. They were they were a new team with a new manager. Yeah. You know, we should have beat them. Um, yeah. And the last two games we had were uh, Bournemouth, another great performance. They're probably our best performance in the league that day. Yeah. So, you know, Bournemouth are a bit of poor form. They're turned it around now, but, you know, we have, that could have been 7 or 8 nil again. Um, the most notable kind of moment from that match, I remember Kai Havertz got his first goal to give him the penalty. And the whole yeah, crowd was... and the, the away fans are singing the Waka Waka song. So... <laughs> That finished the Premier League term off, and then we finished the season with the September with the the Brentford game away in the cup, you know, which was a great, good win. Um, yeah. Reese Nelson again, 
played well that day. He's only used one of two starts yeah. this season. Um, and Ramsey come back in after being dropped for Riot. But uh, yeah, overall, I think it was a good month, you know, probably an 8 out of 10. Yeah, a month that saw us with 10 points in the league from those four matches, um, which gave us 17 points and an unbeaten start to the campaign, which was a follow-on from last season, really, in terms of form, yeah. Um, back into October now, and this is where Amy will take it up, games against Man City, Chelsea and Sheffield United in the league. So a very important and a big statement win against City, a notable draw against Chelsea and Eddie getting a hat-trick against Sheffield United. But Eamon, take it away for the month of October. Well, well, the, the month started um, actually with a defeat um, away at Lawns. Um, and that was a game that we were in total control of. And I, I was asking uh, Nidge from Love Hate um, what he made of that. And he said, it was just one of those unfortunate things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> big Al. It'll be unfortunate, yeah. Anyway, but um, <laughs> we we were in control of that game. We got our goal, um, and uh, when we were one 0 up in that game, straight away the focus went on to Man City at the weekend. I'm not doubt about that, you know. And uh, the Man City game, I was fortunate enough to be there, and it was the most non-eventful but intriguing game I've ever watched. And I was delighted I was behind the goal because I got a great idea of what Man City do. They don't press or they don't not press. They do everything as 10 players. It's like chess. They just, and we were hemmed in for half an hour. We couldn't get out. And Raya was getting a bit of bored from the crowd that day. But he was very brave. He kept doing yeah. what he was doing. And eventually, um, in fairness to the coach, had a word with the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper then just started going over the initial city press, right? And we start getting some territory in the game. Second half, we got on top. That um, Kovacic should have got sent off for two clubbers. Um, uh, the second one, Declan Rice. I mean, Tommy Asu gets a yellow card, right? For not throwing the ball in. And Kovacic actually tries to de-ankle Declan Rice, right? And it's nothing, you know? Um, and then, you know, it looked like the game, and the, the, he brought the subs on, you know, four subs combined for a goal. Um, Thomas Partey came on, looked good. Thomas Partey came on. Partey and Rice in midfield looked really good for 20 minutes that day. Uh, Havertz made a great uh, knockdown. But the eruption in the stadium when that goal went in was of Reese Nelson v. Barnwell proportion. Yeah, yeah it, was. It, it was. It was. It was just an eruption. And whatever happens in the league this year, we took them on and beat them when it mattered. Do you think, Eamon, Do you think that was a big statement win for that bunch of lads that we have? Of course, there? it was a big statement yeah. win. Yeah. Of course, it was a big statement win. The only problem with statement wins is. You have to bring a statement with you when you're torn up at Fulham. You yeah, know? Um, yeah. We made a big statement. Look at it. it bit, look, the performance at Anfield was a big statement. The way we the way we took the game to Liverpool. Beating Man City, beating Man United, as Craig said, in, in the last few minutes when, you know, we should have had them. Also, they were all big statements. It's the smaller statements that we haven't made. Right? Yeah, that's it. Um, 
So anyway, um, and, and I meant to say, by the way, about August, I forgot about the transfer market uh, when there was all sorts of meltdown. Like Declan Rice joined us in July and uh, Coy Havertz joined us in July. Raya joined us in August. But we were linked with a, a striker then, um, Antonio Jacuzzi. He was a very bubbly striker. <laughs> but um, they looked at him and he, it all went watery. But anyway... Um, <laughs> Don't forget about Tom Barlow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, the Man City win was great. The Chelsea performance was abject, right? It was terrible. We just couldn't get it going at all. Um, and of all people to shank in the, the biggest fluky goal of all time, Mudrick, right? We're 2 0 down, but we showed a bit about us, you know? Um, we got back. Declan Rice got a very opportunistic goal. Um, and Chelsea actually then had a shite hemorrhage, right? Trossard's equaliser was brilliant. And there was only one team going to win it from there. And if the game had gone on another five minutes, we're winning that game. So we, we, we got a point there from not playing well. Uh, we then went away to Sevilla. And do you know what? Winning away at Sevilla, I know Eindhoven was fantastic when you're home. Winning away at Sevilla told me we're going to have a few punches to throw in this Champions League, you know. Um, not easy to win out there. Uh, we won comfortably enough. Uh, and then we finished against um, Sheffield United, another game I was at. Um, I probably looked for Carl before that game as well, and he was gone missing. Um, <laughs> no, I think I was with you that day, Carl. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, five nil. Eddie gets a hat-trick. Yeah. And people say, well, yeah, great. It was only against Sheffield United. Um, yeah. I mean, I, I, I take those type of goals all day. His first goal that day was a real striker's goal, the way he got it under control quick, got it out of his feet. Um, and VAR tried not to give us a penalty. Uh, they tried not to give us three of the goals that we got, right? Um, <laughs> it was a bad day for VAR. They just couldn't put one over on us. Uh, that was a good day out, nice performance. And that rounded off a really, really, really good month. Yeah. Um, a month that saw us... Um gain another seven points um, from that month, uh, unbeaten in 10 games. That brought us uh, in the Premier League and really going strong in the first three months of the season. Um, which brings us back to Craig for November, which saw us play Newcastle away, uh, Burnley at home and Brentford away. Um, a VAR ridden St. James's uh <laughs> Mr. Ziyagi. Hang on a second. Before you go on to Craig, before you go on to Craig, just on the new... That bloke that you decided <laughs> to bring on the show, that new Newcastle guy. listening. Is he still alive or what? Believe it or not, gonna, he has his own Do you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to sentence him to a holiday in Portugal with Big Al. <laughs> I thought you were going to say uh, a thousand lashes a day, but yeah, probably that might do him before the good. Uh, Annie and Williamson, you're doing a great job over there in your Magpies podcast, but um, probably not welcome back on this again. <laughs> you got more than you could chew. <laughs> um, Magpie tinted glasses. <laughs> yeah, so shitted on this. Arabs, lo- Arabs love women. <laughs> no, it was a, a VIO written tie at St. James's, to say the least, Craig. Um, what's your take on November, your review of November, Craig? Yeah, uh, you know, a bit of a mixed month overall. Um, yeah. You know, the f- first two we lose the first two games against we lose three one against West Ham. 
in the Carabao Cup. Um, yeah. Again, a very poor performance that day. Um, yeah. You know, West Ham aren't bad at home, but they made a few changes. We we started a pretty decent lineup that day. Um, you know, I think the likes of Trossard, Nelson, Eddie, and that played, but um, it was we kind of lacked a bit of cohesion. You know, we, West Ham are training up, and we got a, co- a consolation then that day. And yeah. So again, you know, as I mentioned last week in the podcast, not having a go, but you know, the last there was the last three or four seasons, we've got knocked out of the Carabao Cup and the FA Cup, the, la- the third or the fourth round, which shouldn't be happening. You know, maybe the manager or the team are kind of throwing it, saying, "Right, let's focus on the Champions League and the Premier League." In my opinion, it shouldn't be cups that were thrown away um, because I think it's them sort of cups. You win one or two of them, and you go on and win the bigger things. But look, that's just my opinion. Um, then you start off as you meant, but, mentioned. But, right, just on yeah. that, just on that. So, do you really think we came out in the first half against Liverpool not wanting to win the game? Um, we played them off the pitch. <laughs> yeah, we played them off the pitch that day. Um, but I mean, you're talking now. You're talking about like, not not bothering about the cups. We came out and gave it everything against Liverpool. Mm. We wanted to win that game. But, but as we all knew, I mean, Liverpool get one or two chances and they go on and win it. You know, no, that's not, no, that's not the issue. The issue is what what you said was that it's not good enough. <laughs> you know that we our attitude towards the cups. There's nothing wrong with our attitude towards well, there's it. There's nothing wrong with the attitude against Liverpool, but, but in previous seasons, yes, there has been. The attitude was stunk. But the previous season, we went out to Man City. Away. And the previous season, we went out to Northern Forest two years no, in a row. I mean, that was a bad day, but Man ah. City away. Man City away in the third round on a Friday night. We gave as good as we got that night. I tell we played fairly decent, actually. That right. game, yeah. as, as they say, to, to, beat, to beat the best, you have to be the best. You know? and yeah. that, that, no, but then you're missing the point. Like, you're completely missing the point. The point <laughs> is that you said that it's not good enough that we just dismissed these cups. You know, we didn't. One year we went out to Man City away, right? Who were the best team in the world. And we gave as good as, as, as good a counter as we could, right? And against Liverpool on another day would have been three up at half time, Craig. You know, so I, I think it might be the fact that we're not good enough. I accept that, but it's not the fact that we just decided not to turn up and fuck the cup. You know. So then, what, what, in your opinion, then why why have we gone out of the Europa League in the last three three years? Well, you, I, I, I actually thought about that. I had to listen back, you see, because I'm a very studious um, pundit on this <laughs> this show. <laughs> The, the one you forgot to mention was we did get to the semi-finals of that competition, and we were knocked out by we were knocked yeah, out by yeah. Emery's team. We were knocked out by Emery's team in the semi-final. That's that was in the fourth season now. But after that, it, 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 it wasn't the fourth season. No, it was not. The fourth no, season was the Akos. Yeah. It was twenty twenty-one. Yeah. We were in the well, last four. Well, we were, we were in my opinion, his record in the cups has been. Poor, very poor. Bar the no, no, I'm, not, I'm not arguing about the record in the cups, but what you've said was that it's almost as if we kind of dismissed the cups. We went out to Man City and Liverpool in two successive FA Cups. On another day against Liverpool, we'd have been three up at half time. Man City away is tough for anybody, as you know, right? And the bit that you forgot to mention about his record in cup competitions last week was that he actually had us in the semi finals of the Europa League. And we went out, 
we lost two one away, and we couldn't score at the Emirates, and it was a nil nil draw. Well, yeah. I remember that day he started out Emirates row up front as well, which was which which was a mistake in the semi final of a European leg, you know. So I played the manager for that because I think he had Abamian or whoever it was on the bench at the time, you know. Um, but look, I suppose after the conversation for another day, but yeah. he has made mistakes in the cups, whether we've been good enough or not. Yeah, that that's an argument. Maybe I shouldn't <laughs> use the the term from the cups, but you know. He's in charge, what, five years this year, is it, I think? Am I wrong? Or, he's in charge five years, five years, five years this year, yeah. And, he, and he's won one cup, you know, it's it's not not unbelievable by any means. Craig, 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 stop, will you? Yeah, you're, you're, you're now allowing your rant. I can see it building in you, right? I'm telling you, you need to get a copy of the book, Revolution. Yeah. And I'm telling you, you need to see what he inherited. The wage bill, the structure of the club, the poison in the club. He went... To the board with a five-year plan in 2019. This is what got him the job. And he said, within five years, I will have you playing in the Champions League and we will be competing for the league title. We're four years in. Has he backed it up? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I, I see our point. I do see our point, but you know, like he, he is under pressure, whether we want to agree or not. He's not under pressure. In my opinion, he's under pressure. He's under pressure from you. But he's not under pressure generally. Anybody, <laughs> anybody, anybody who can take a rounded panoramic look at the club and see what he took on, right? And he did win a cup, even though it was a waxy thing, right? And see where we are now. He's delivered on what he said he'd do. It's about taking the next step. But if you go down your road, right, it's about, oh, well, he's not good enough get rid and bring in Carlos Kickerball. Do you know? Really? Well, I, think, I think we'd soon realise if he did go, there'd be clubs queuing up to get him in. And, yes. and, 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 we'd, and we'd watch from afar with regret, I think, if we if we were to get rid of him. I generally believe that. Yeah, it's, it's still a project in motion, you know, it's by far, yeah, but I think we're, see, we're definitely seeing, fair, we're, Craig, we're definitely seeing the fruits of Elder. I do agree with Eamon. We're seeing the fruits of Jonathan, I don't want anybody to think I have no Craig. As I've said on several occasions, right? Craig knows his football and is a proper football guy and is a perfect. But what I'd say to you, Craig, is you're probably two years too early, given where we were mm. and where we needed to be. Yeah. And if in two years' time he hasn't delivered, I think that's the bit where you kind of say, Well, you came in with a five year plan, you're six years in. What are you doing, Pat? We're actually ahead of schedule. Mm-hmm. In terms of in terms of what he came to the club with and said he'd do, you know. No, I, I agree with you in the sense, you know, yeah, it's, it's a project, and yeah, look, to be fair, it has gone well, but um, yeah, look, look, it's definitely get to the end of the season, and I think he's eighteen months left in this deal, so I'm sure the club the club are going to probably renew that in the summer, anyways. You know, because as, as I said, you know, if he was to leave Arsenal next week, I'm sure there would be clubs that would want them in. Um, Big clubs, yeah, big clubs is albeit, but I think you might agree with me last week, Eamon, or you, you kind of understood. But you know, whether he is the manager to win us the big trophy, or not, I don't know. But who is that? I don't know either. You know, but yeah, that, that, that's that's a conversation with two of years down the line. I'd say. Well, I'll tell you who they are. I'll name them for you: Guardiola, Klopp, and Ancelotti. None of whom are available. Yeah, well, you have yeah. to put it like this as well. He finished forty-three points off the title in his fourth season. 
and was five points off last season. You know, there's progress. You know, I know we led the table for the guts of what eight months and it just fell apart. But you know, there's there's the progress. You know, you know. But I do agree with Craig. I think. I think in the next season too, if he doesn't start winning major trophies, writing is probably on the wall. Um, but we go on to Craig Burnley in the late then in November. Mister Ziyagi, Zinchenko scores. <laughs> yeah, um, you, you forgot the the two 0 win there at home against Sevilla in the Champions League as well. Don't we you? don't talk about um, Spanish on this show. <laughs> yeah, that's that, that game as well. Um. Oh, you were your brother, weren't you, before the... Yeah, brother, yeah, before yeah. Australia. Um, yeah. Again, <clears throat> if he didn't get a kick that day, they were very, yeah. very poor side. It could have been another, another, could have been another five or six nil, but, you know, we yeah. missed a lot of chances that day. Um, yeah. I, I don't think Sevilla actually had a chance that day. No, I don't, they, I don't remember, you know, no. They were really, really poor. Poor, um, yeah. And, you know, there could have been definitely a few more goals on that. Um, and it was always great. To be um, that's Swan from Tottenham, uh, Lamella, who, who I really dislike. <laughs> you really dislike the player. Um, do, do you think? Do you think Sevilla were Sevilla were poor that day, or do you think we stifled them? I think we stifled them. I I think I think they kind of underestimated how good we were, Ozzy. Um, I think the first half we kind we you know we just kept possession, we bombarded them with shots, and they didn't know what to kind of do. Um, yeah. It was kind of like they were lost for ideas. They looked lost against us. Yeah. So I think, yeah. think they came with a plan to rough us up and it, and it didn't yeah. work out for them. Yeah, and I, I remember... The game sorry. that Jorginho opened up with that wonderful pass. Yeah. One of the best goals of the season for me. That, that, yeah. that, that, that yeah. Yeah. was unbelievable. Class. Um, Gossard was really good that month, actually, yeah. Jorginho was really good, yeah. yeah. Then, yeah. as you said, Johnny, the Burnley game, the performance, um, I think... Uh, Trossard had a good goal, I think, and Sleeve and Zinchenko scored. Yes, right, yeah. Um, from, I remember it was, I think it was routine enough win. I remember kind of the most notable thing from that game was Fabio Vieira being an idiot and getting yeah. sent off. Um, it was really Which is poor quite challenge. harsh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was really, harsh. really poor challenge. Um, and I think, was it on Brownhill, Brownhill for Brownhill, I think it was? Yeah, it was Brownhill, yeah, spot yeah, on. It was really, yeah. really poor challenge. And then that's, yeah. that's the last game he's played since he got his groin surgery. Yeah, that's um, right, yeah. Yeah. You know, another player who, you know, probably going to be fit in the next week or two, who we could do with, put back into the squad. But, you know, we got him for 34 million, so he's a lot to prove still. Yeah, um, it's, uh, yeah. She's you know, very highly sense. rated when he came in. Um, hasn't really happened for him at Arsenal yet. <laughs> Had a few glimpses of a good form. He played very well against Brentford that day, I remember. Yeah. Odegaard was out when he played instead of being 1-3-0. And um, he looked very good that day, but he just... Seems very timid and light, and uh, hopefully he's been in the gym while he's been injured. So, yeah, um, you know another player who's very who was highly rated and was kind of tipped we are Bernardo Silva, but just hasn't happened for him for no. some reason. So, yeah. I think um, I think you get this summer or maybe another year, and it's club, the club might ship him on then because you know there's there's no time for passengers in the squad at the moment. Too right. Um, then I think we played Brentford then. At the end, yeah, the last yeah. day. I think it was the last day. Yeah. Another really tough game that day. Um, you know, I don't think we played great again that day. It was yeah. really kind of topsy turvy game. Um, yeah. Ramsdale played very well, I, I think I remember. And uh, then Kai Harvard scored literally the last minute of the game, with, you know, um, at the back to back post, which 
yeah. Way fans then were singing the song again, you know, the Waka Waka song. So, um, <laughs> you know, it was a kind of mixed month that month. Sorry, yeah. forgetting the 6 0 win against Lens in the Champions League home toy. Which, the routine win, really. Yeah. yeah the routine yeah. win, you know. Yeah. A very poor Lens team brilliant. as well. Yeah. Yeah. 6 0 win was brilliant. And, yeah. you know, probably a lot of our games at home could have finished that scoreline this year, which just hasn't happened for us. But uh, overall, a mixed month, you know, probably a five or six out of ten. Yeah, it was a mixed uh, month, but I, I thought it was a very important month uh, in terms for Kai Havertz. I thought he was probably the player of the month, to be honest. You know, I think that goal against Brantford really got really lifted his confidence. Remember, myself and Aim were saying about that Brantford game, Declan Rice was not taking a draw no matter what. You know, the last 15 minutes of that second half, he kept pushing us on. Uh, I think he was actually involved in the goal. Uh, I think after Saki, who sent in a wonder of a cross and... There was Havertz at the back post, yeah. Um, I remember watching that game, uh, lads, and um, I was worried between 60 minutes and 80 minutes that Brentford were going to score, you know, because yeah, they had sat they had sat low all day and then they gave it a go and we looked a bit ropey. Ramsdale took off an incredible save, as you remember. Yeah. Now he also, in the first five minutes, nearly did, did his usual. A Rolls Royce kicked the floor, didn't he? Hardy. But, um, yeah. But it was one of those weird occasions where, after 80 minutes, Brentford had given it their go, and Declan Rice just took that game with a scoop in the neck and said, We're not losing this. Well, who the fuck? Who is that? I've got to ask what that noise is. It sounds like That's Craig's dog, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. I thought I thought it was so. Uh, I thought you. I thought oh, I the dog is going around crazy. Sound very um, X-rated. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was like on the BBC match of the day when they were listening to that porno. Uh, I knew Craig. I didn't think the show was that bad, but thanks for sticking with us. What kind of a dog is a Craig? <laughs> uh, Johnny, Ryan, uh, uh, I don't. I don't want to use friends on this aim, but a little fucker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Not my dog, yeah. it's your dog. <laughs> okay. okay. It's like listening to a Tottenham podcast here and that in the background. <laughs> <laughs> it's really it was a look. Uh, yeah, there's just moan after moan. Oh, oh, it's happening yeah. again. No, that wrapped up November. <laughs> Cheers, Craig. Um, and thanks to the dog for their input in this as well. Uh, so that's it for part one. And after we put the dog to silence, uh, we come back to you in part two. With Aussie's review of December, and we're looking forward to the Crystal Palace game on the weekend. Stay tuned and watch the second part. Thanks. <laughs>